Another content-heavy episode for us last night, and I think while the previous EP compounded Ben's feelings that he wouldn't be believed if he spoke up, this one was more about him not believing he deserved to be seen as a victim. It covered some important things with a health clinic, and of course, ended in total heartbreak. Warning for discussion of rape and sexual assault in this post. We open the episode to Ben, still looking like a child as he sits curled up next to the war memorial. I think he's waiting for Callum, he's facing the parlor, and it looks like he's talking to himself, maybe rehearsing what he wants to say to him. But he's caught off guard when Callum runs past from the other direction, and he instinctively calls out to him to get him to stop. Callum does stop, though he's clearly in two minds about it. When he approaches, Ben tells him that he doesn't have to spend another night at Stewart's, he doesn't want him to, please with him essentially. Callum reminds him that he told Ben to keep away, probably aware that Ben was waiting for him. At Ben's suggestion of them going somewhere to talk, Callum laughs disbelievingly as he tells Ben he doesn't even want to look at him, never mind talk. Ben's so quiet and shaky in contrast to Callum's anger. He whispers Callum's name but averts his eyes, trying to protect himself from the things Callum's saying. Callum's saying them because he's hurt, but it hits Ben in a uniquely awful way, how all Callum sees when he looks at Ben is Lewis. It's probably all Ben sees too. He tells Callum it wasn't like what he thinks, he's trying, still. He can't break through the barrier to admit he was raped for various reasons, but he's still trying to salvage things, because something like this is when he needs Callum the most. Unfortunately Callum is none the wiser and tells him he doesn't want to know what it was like, he just hopes Ben thinks it was worth it. Of course Callum doesn't know that he's contributing to Ben's silence, but doesn't make it any less painful to hear. Ben has the knowledge that he tried to stop, that he wanted to go home, but now has the trauma of sexual assault as well as the fallout from perceived cheating which would have happened either way. The very worst of both worlds. It feeds into Ben's thinking that his no meant absolutely nothing to anyone. In the cafe, Stewart engages in some small talk with Callum about what a Buck Palace breakfast platter actually is, but Callum only smiles indulgently, not responding otherwise. Stewart obviously knows he's hurting and makes disparaging comments about Ben, reckoning that he sat at home without a care in the world. Even Callum knows that's not true, but he's still angry so doesn't argue. He tries to change the subject when Stewart talks about giving Ben a slap, which it sounds like Callum dissuaded Stewart from doing, thank God, and reminds Stewart he's got his own problems, advising him to keep his energy for his chemo later. Stewart looks to Kathy who's serving and wonders if she knows, looks like Callum's told him about Lewis and that he works at the Albert. But Callum doesn't know, and doesn't want to talk about it either, so moves on to talking about baby Roland and how he thinks he smiled at him earlier. He's unaware that this is a subject Stuart doesn't want to talk about either, but Stuart can't tell him that. So he just lets Callum tell him how made up he is for him, that he's got everything he wanted. It's sweet of Callum to say that even as everything he had himself has just fallen apart. Kathy then comes by and comments on how Callum hasn't eaten his eggs. He tries to make excuses instead of actually telling Kathy what the problem is, why he's lost his appetite. Ben pushing his toast away yesterday, now this with Callum not eating either, poor boys. Stewart however, has no qualms telling Kathy the truth, or what they think is the truth, even though Callum warns him not to. Kathy's shocked to hear that Ben's cheated, and at least for now is doubtful that Ben could do something like that to Callum. However, she looks at Jay, who's just come in, and with him knowing that Ben's been looking on abs, he is more inclined to believe it, so his reaction tells her that it's true. She asks who it was, but crucially doesn't find out, 
even though Stuart is about to. He's distracted by Callum raging at him for saying anything, and has to follow him when Callum storms out. He stays long enough to warn Kathy about telling Ben to stay away though, threatening violence, which is typical Stuart but also rather uncomfortable to hear because it harkens back to 2019 when his violence towards Ben was motivated by his homophobia. When they're gone, Kathy expresses her confusion to Jay, that Ben loves Callum so what was he thinking? And Jay responds that that's the problem, Ben doesn't think sometimes. It's not that he's wrong, Ben wasn't really thinking when he was downloading the app. But that moment where he got the selfie and chose Callum was a moment of absolute clarity amongst everything else, it's just that Lewis cruelly took that choice from him, and now no one knows that he made it. Jay finds Ben in the arches later on, and Ben is staring into space as he slumped over in the chair. Sam Fender is playing on the radio, and the song certainly fits with what's going on. Jay's disappointment seems to come from Ben lying to him, because he thinks that's what he did, lying about the messages not meaning anything. But he claims that he knew Ben wasn't being honest, meaning that as soon as he saw the messages to Lewis he assumed what Ben was doing, and now he feels he'd been right to doubt Ben's version of events. He assumes Lewis is the person Ben cheated on Callum with, alongside a remark about whether he found someone else on the app to scratch his itch. It's so uncomfortable to hear people Ben loves unknowingly victim-blaming him. Ben knows they don't know the truth but he probably thinks that them saying these things whilst knowing the truth would be even worse. When Ben weakly protests that he wasn't lying about anything and that he'd just been mucking around, Jay points out that you don't go on a dating app unless you're planning on actually dating someone. Which, in the context we have, is an awful thing for Ben to hear. It tells him that because he initiated things, everything that came after doesn't matter. That he can't be a victim because victims don't ask for it, they're innocent and share no blame. Ben thinks he does share blame because everyone is telling him he does, and therefore he doesn't deserve to be counted and treated like a victim even if he did speak up and have people believe him, which is something I still think he's fearing won't happen. Jay lays into him some more about how stupid he's been, how he doesn't understand that side of Ben and never has. He asks why Ben would do it, because he knows he loves Callum. Everyone knows he loves Callum, and while everyone's confused, Ben's promiscuous past is being used against him as well, with Jay mentioning that he's got previous. Ben jolts at hearing the phrase quick bunk up, and insists that it wasn't like that, and Jay summarizes the situation quite succinctly by replying that that's how it looks. He misinterprets that as Ben saying there's more to it with Lewis, wondering if he's fallen for him. He wants Ben to tell him what's going on, but the damage has already been done in Ben's head, and he finds it impossible to tell the truth. All he can do is push back against any suggestion that he doesn't love Callum and only Callum. He tells Jay that that side of him is something he can normally control, but that night he didn't. He's playing into the cheating assumption because in his mind, he might as well. Being with Callum wasn't him suppressing or controlling anything, and although he had a few self-sabotaging moments, for the most part he was happy and perfectly content. And it hurts because he tried to regain control of the situation that night but he couldn't. And now it means nothing. Before Jay leaves, he asks Ben if he was safe, and it catches Ben off guard. He assures Jay that he was, but obviously he wasn't. He wasn't safe in any way whatsoever. I have to tell you how brave I think Ben is in the next few scenes despite everything. He needs to speak to Lewis because he needs to know if he's at risk of catching something, particularly HIV, because of course Lewis didn't use protection when he raped Ben, someone capable of that just wouldn't. You can see his hesitation, how he has to psych himself up, 
and he's probably also taking in the fact that once more that Lewis doesn't seem to have a care in the world after what he did, while Ben's life is in ruins. Before he gets to Lewis he's intercepted by Kathy even though he tries to escape her notice. She, of course, has her turn of having a go at him. But even though Jay, Stuart and Callum all know that Lewis is involved, Kathy is still in the dark about that detail as she asks who it was that Ben put his marriage on the line for, even asking if she knows him, all the while Lewis pretends to be busy in the background. Ben tells her she doesn't know him, and I don't think that's about him protecting Lewis, but more about his own protection after hearing the things Jay and Callum said to him about him and Lewis, things that no doubt make him feel sick to his stomach. I dare say it's easier to pretend it was a random, someone who wasn't meant to be his friend, someone he trusted, who's standing feet away in his mum's bar. Kathy brings up his past too, how he thought those days were behind him and that he loved Callum. As before with Jay, all Ben can do is argue with the notion that he doesn't love Callum because that's the only absolute thing that he knows is true and can't bear the thought of people thinking otherwise. And like with Jay and Callum, Ben finds eye contact a struggle throughout the scene. Kathy brings up Ben attacking Peter, putting these two things together but not making a proper connection besides bad things Ben did, and tells him she's ashamed of him. And you know why people are having a go, you do, but it just feels relentless in the face of what we know has happened to Ben and this all feeds into his continued silence over it. But despite this interruption, and being made to feel worthless once more, Ben sticks to his mission to speak to Lewis. It makes me sick that he has to do this, put himself through a seemingly normal conversation with his rapist in order to see if he needs to be treated at the clinic. It's incredibly brave, even if Ben doesn't see it. And also important to portray because the trauma of the rape itself isn't the only thing that concerns victims, there are other consequences that they have to shoulder the responsibility for because no one else is going to. So he approaches the bar and Lewis is acting just like his usual boundary-crossing self. Ben tries to be normal too, he has to in order to get the info from Lewis, and I also think it was made clear to him yesterday that Lewis isn't going to admit to anything that Ben knows he did. His eyes are rimmed with red as he tries to muster up the courage to ask Lewis when he was last tested. I think he's struggling so hard because as soon as he asks, it's like implicit acknowledgement that there was nothing else of concern that night. Having to act like everything is normal in front of Lewis when he knows exactly what he did to him is just awful for him, it's bound to be. But he soldiers on, getting Lewis to clarify that he got tested months ago and has been with nearly 10 guys since then. When Lewis turns the question on to Ben, you know that he knows full well that Ben was safe. Not that he seems to care anyway, but he knows Ben was in a monogamous marriage with Callum. So the fact he made Ben answer that is just another layer to his cruelty. He starts to ask questions about Callum and whether he knows, trying to gauge what Ben's told him and what Callum said in response. I think that maybe he was worried that Ben told Callum about the rape despite the damage control he tried to do on Ben the previous day, though I think he was for the most part confident that he'd successfully gaslighted Ben into not saying anything. He even has the gall to make a sarcastic comment about getting back to business when Ben avoids the questions about Callum. I somehow doubt that those five to ten guys Lewis had been with had all consented. Especially as Lewis hadn't bothered to get tested in between them, claiming that he's very picky. Good for him that he was afforded the choice to be picky when he didn't allow Ben that same choice. I hate him, a lot. The revelation makes Ben panic and Lewis asks if he's judging him. The gaslighting is back as he claims he never lied to Ben, that he'd have told Ben if he'd asked but Ben didn't so this is his fault. And Ben's face when Lewis is telling him he was having way too much fun, that Lewis remembers even if Ben doesn't, 
he's just so frightened and confused. Lewis is trying to make him doubt his memory, and just like before, lists some very real reasons why survivors don't speak out, the sort of things they fear people might say if they did. With the knowledge that he's at risk, Ben winds up at the health clinic. He's had the worst thing possible happen to him, but he's here to try and look after himself and I'm very proud of him for that. It's no accident that we see him next to a poster at the start of the scene that clearly points out what consent means, and if it's not an enthusiastic yes then it's a no. The nurse comes into the room to resume the health check, and Ben's very on edge, and when his eyes land on a poster for HIV and he freezes, we know this is what he's fearing. It distracts him from the question the nurse asked, so he has to call Ben's name to bring him back to focus. He answers when he last had sex, and starts to panic again when the nurse clarifies that it was over 24 hours ago. He wants to know that he can still take the pep, which you can read about here, and doesn't appreciate having to go through more questions to determine whether he's suitable for it. His fear is so palpable and he's having to do this on his own, thank God this nurse is so kind to him. He's asked if the sex was unprotected, whether he was active or passive, if he knows his partner's HIV status. All things he'd rather not think about but has too. Particularly having to confirm that he was passive, because while that question is strictly in terms of the positions in this context, there are other meanings there too for Ben, adding to the shame created by Lewis when he said Ben could have fought him off if he wanted to. Ben relays the answers Lewis gave him about being tested months ago and having had half of London since. It's a smidge of humor, but it's stark and bitter humor. The nurse takes what he thinks is Ben's lead in having a bit of a joke about dating life, making his own quip about a man he dated being the only gay in Greenwich Village, a New York neighborhood known for its LGBT history, but he sees that Ben's not laughing and apologizes for the misstep. Ben doesn't want to joke about the woes of single life, he's married, and he loves his husband. He says this so many times in this EP, like he's clinging to it as the only thing of certainty. He says that none of this should have happened, and the nurse notices his pain and gently tries to ask him if the sex was consensual, because if it wasn't then they need to know, because sexual assault can cause internal trauma that makes it easier for HIV to be transmitted. At least, that's what he was going to say before Ben cuts him off in distress, insisting that he wasn't raped. He's the one to use the word though, and he's bound to have been thinking about it, not to mention the pain he'd be in internally which the nurse basically confirms. He's fending off the idea because he doesn't want to acknowledge it, because if he does then he gets treated like a victim and he doesn't feel he deserves that. It shows how even in this setting where he isn't being judged, and the nurse is being kind to him, Ben still can't speak up. He even apologizes for snapping, admitting that he's worried. But the nurse assures him that that's okay, that he's done the right thing coming to the clinic, and carries on with the consultation. I'm sure he could probably tell there was more to it, but there's a risk of pushing Ben away if he questioned him further and the most important thing he could do for Ben in that moment as a health professional was get him the treatment he needs. Once that's done then maybe at follow-up tests he can maybe try and coax something out of Ben. Back on the square, Callum spots Lewis outside the Albert, and although he tries to walk past, his anger, as well as confusion, get the better of him and he storms over to him, looking very much like he did when he approached Leo that time he beat him up. It enrages Callum that Lewis is laughing and joking, even as he turns to Callum. Callum tells him he knows everything, or at least what he thinks is everything. And Lewis, confident that Callum hasn't been told about the rape or even just confident that he can gaslight Callum out of the notion as well, makes an offhand apology for his part. Callum lets his pain out at Lewis, 
anger at him for sleeping with his husband and at first not believing that Ben was the sole instigator. Lewis points out that he's single and shouldn't be getting all this aggro, since he didn't do any cheating or go out looking for it. He's using Ben's actions against him again, and he's able to sound convincing because he knows he's got the app for evidence that Ben was the one who asked to meet. And of course, he reveals this to Callum. Callum tells Lewis that he knows what he is, and God I wish that were true, he has no idea how much Lewis deserves the punch he gives him, and more. Ben turns up across the way, fiddling with his wedding ring, and notices the commotion just as Lewis riles Callum up with a comment about how Ben wasn't getting what he needed at home. Which he probably knows hits right on Callum's insecurity. The punch is satisfying, if not nearly what he deserves. It gets Ben rushing over, the most animated he's been in days as he yells at Callum to stop him from doing more damage to Lewis. I think there's fear that Callum will get in trouble with his job but also maybe fear of what Lewis might do to Callum in retaliation. Callum tries to push him off in his fog of rage but Ben reaches his hands out and tells him it's him, it's Ben, like Callum's a wild animal, and Callum does stop at that. Ben tells him they've got to go and he guides him away, though Callum ends up storming off anyway. He should have let Callum do his worst, let's be real. They wind up back at the flat, Ben with a glass of water ready for Callum as he's done several times before. He talks about his hopes that no one got a photo and that Lewis won't say anything, and it takes Callum a while to realize Ben's talking about him being a police officer and that assaulting someone could cost him his job. He sees that as a bit rich coming from Ben, the big gay avenger, attacking people at night. He doesn't see that as Ben caring about his career. Ben's attacks are obviously still a point of contention with him, and Ben also sees that Callum isn't going to accept his glass of water and puts it back at the sink. Ben tells him that he's right, he's putting the blame back on himself, even over Lewis, who he tells Callum not to be angry at. He thinks it's him that deserves it all. He tells Callum he's sorry, that he can't even tell him how much. But then he talks about finding a way through this, making it up to Callum, he's trying to cling to Callum, a contrast to Monday when he reacted defensively and antagonistically. He knows how angry Callum is at him, but has to hope they can move on because the thought of going through this without Callum is especially horrific. Callum talks about how he thought he and Ben were forever, hello reference to their wedding ring inscription, and Ben insists that they are, that Callum just has to find a way to forgive him. In response, Callum brings up the messages that Lewis says Ben sent on the hookup app, asking if it's true, and Ben can't deny it. He admits he did but that he wasn't looking for Lewis specifically. Which doesn't make it any better for Callum, in fact it's worse because it sounds like Ben was looking for anyone who wasn't Callum, any gay man who would be using an app for a hookup because Callum thinks this is part of the kinship Ben found in Lewis that he can't relate to. And that hurts big time. Ben tries to interject, saying Callum's name, but Callum shouts at him to shut up, silencing him. I can really feel Callum's pain here, the thought that he's not enough or at least not what Ben wants. He talks about how much worse it was that Ben seemed to have planned this, he had intent. Another line that summarizes quite effectively why Ben feels like he can't tell anyone what he went through. He had intent, so how would anyone believe he didn't want it? And it's just horrible to see both of their faces. Ben staring at a single point in front of him that's not Callum's face, clearing his throat as if getting ready to say something but not managing it and proper tears marring Callum's face as he lets Ben know how much he's hurting. What's worse, Callum says that Ben was right, he shouldn't have hit Lewis because Lewis was right, he's single and therefore why should he care that someone's throwing themselves at him. That's what he thinks Ben has done, and he has no reason not to. 
He points out that that's the life Lewis has chosen and that he thought Ben had chosen different. And it makes you want to cry because Ben did. He did choose different, but in the end his choice didn't matter to Lewis. Callum doesn't believe him and accuses him of wanting both, only he can't have both. When he says Ben can have the single life if he wants it so much, Ben suddenly looks at him, realizing where this is headed and wanting desperately to stop it. He tells Callum he doesn't mean it, but Callum does, he doesn't see any way back from this, not for him. Then comes the awful moment where Callum presses his wedding ring into Ben's chest, over his heart, and tells him it's over. Ben can't speak, though I think he tries, and Callum walks away from him. Ben is truly alone now, and it breaks him. He sobs, collapses to the floor, lets Callum's wedding ring drop from his hand. And he kneels there in the emptiness of their kitchen, a couple of cardboard boxes around him. It's so heart-wrenching. No, I didn't cry, how dare you suggest that. Things are so incredibly bleak for Ben. For both of them but especially Ben. Callum's got support but Ben has nothing. I can't even imagine what he's feeling. And he'll have the side effects of the pep to deal with, alongside having to see Lewis on the square, seeing Callum on the square knowing it's over, and all these people thinking the worst of him when the worst has been done to him. Pass me a tissue, I have allergies.